Open our lips, O God, that our mouths might proclaim your praise. Amen. Becky and I attended the funeral of a very good friend this past week, someone who was just one of these incredibly energetic personalities, you know, just kind of a tour de force kind of person, always had a million things going on, and if you wanted to know this person, something about who they were, there was something that sat on a shelf in their office that was a perfect description. It was a gift from a group of friends. It was something that had been framed. And what it was, was you see those keys on an organ. Someone had taken one. I'm sure the organ didn't need it anymore. But someone took a button off and it just said, full vibrato. Very descriptive. And the preacher during the sermon said, um, I knew our friend for 42 years. I loved him for 30 of those 42 years. <laughs> yeah, you got it, exactly. And he really didn't mean it that way. It was one of those things you say and then everybody's laughing because what he meant was I knew this person professionally for about 10 years or so and then I became very good friends with them, but yeah. Because this person, again, um, as I said, was behind many significant works in the community in which he lived. And this person could be incredibly maddening at times. And there were those days that, thus the sentence. This was someone who made some uh, energetic mistakes, some big mistakes, and experienced the consequences of those mistakes. He didn't run from much in life and didn't run from the mistakes. Our friend recounted the number of significant times that our deceased friend had been there for him and for his family, had shown up. And as I thought about him during that service, a couple of thoughts came to mind. One was how, really, this friend of ours was like an extended character from a Flannery O'Connor short story. You know what I'm talking about, those of you that know Flannery O'Connor short stories. But I've been thinking a lot lately that really, every last one of us, and us as a community, really are extended characters in a Flannery O'Connor story. <laughs> and I find that the more I accept that, <laughs> it may not be where I was going. <laughs> The more I accept it, the more freeing it is. I could put a period on the sermon right there. But as I thought about this person, the second thing came to mind as I was thinking about this text this week about abiding. That this person abided through the chapters that were the ones that you might be proud of and not proud of, through the joyous days and the maddening days throughout life, kept choosing to show up. And it really is what is first and foremost in Jesus' heart and soul today in this text, abiding. Abiding is everything. If you want to love, first start with abiding. Then the love comes. And abiding, this word, can mean a number of things. It certainly means being connected to it can be translated continue with, like show up. 
Whatever's going on, if it's a good day, if it's a tough day, continue with each other. Don't disconnect. Don't pull apart. Don't isolate. But abide. Be present. When we were talking about this passage in staff this week, David Fortney said, so it's kind of like being connected with intentionality, not just kind of showing up casually. Yeah. And it really is what Jesus is saying when he gives us this pretty amazing image of vines and branches. You don't have to be a gardener to know that vines and branches on one hand are different things. There's, there's the main stalk, there's the vine, and then there are the branches that come out Separate things on one hand, but on the other hand, not separate at all, because you think the cellular reality, I mean, where do you say the cellular reality of the, the vine and the branch really diverge? And all of the life that's flowing through the plant is all part of the same. And so when Jesus is saying, I am the vine and you are the branches, on the one hand, he's saying, we are distinguishable on one hand, and at the same time, completely connected cellularly, on the deepest level. If you abide, if you keep these commandments, if you choose not to separate, you will indeed be in my love. It's how the disciples live with Jesus. There are many days where there's great joyous days. People are being fed by the thousands people whose lives have been destroyed by the destructiveness of demonic realities are being brought back together and restored. And then there are those maddening days where they're like, Jesus, if you could just be a little bit quiet, because what we know happens is they won't just come to kill you, they will take all of us with you. If you keep insisting on this vision of yours. There are days when they want to leave, but they keep showing up. Because again, Jesus didn't say, like me necessarily, but he did say, follow me. Abide, remain connected, be on the journey, show up and continue. There going to be a lot of days, a lot of different days. Love is generated through the abiding. And while we're at it, maybe a sidebar here, this language of John that often in sermons we love to talk about where Jesus gets into this language of as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. And that word as there isn't kind of like if, that word as is saying since God resides in me, I in the same way reside in you, period. Now, fully, completely, on the one hand, God, Jesus, are not us and we are not God at the same time like the vine and the branch. The very love and intimacy that Jesus experiences with God is what's in us. Not somehow a little less than. Be connected to God as I am connected to God because in fact you already are. In an allegorical reflection of heaven and hell, C.S. Lewis holds before us that hell is a place where people move away from each other. It's not hot, it's not cold, it's simply a place where people move away from each other. 
And in the story, there are these travelers, one who's from the area that's kind of showing this newcomer to the area. And they're looking at all these abodes that have been built away from each other. And the new person in the area goes, wow, any idea how far this goes? And the one who's been there says, you know, we used to know, but people keep moving so far away from each other, we've lost track. Hell is moving away. God is abiding. And it's certainly what we have been learning this past year through our koinonia process, where time and again we have heard persons say, if you're coming here to help me, stay home. But if you think that your liberation and my liberation are the same thing cellularly, then maybe we have a chance. If you are choosing to abide with me as I will abide in you, then maybe we have a chance. And that's our call. With one another, with ourselves, with God, with the world and with every human being in the world, we are called to abide, to be connected, to continue with, And as we do that, let us remember what Jesus says. As God is in me, so I am in you. As you are in me, so I am in God. In this, abide.